Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the High School Hour. Now, live from the ESPN Louisville studio, here are your hosts, Morgan Schmidt, Ava Blair, and Katie Dykes. Hello, everybody, and welcome back into the High School Hour. I'm Katie Dykes. And I'm Ava Blair. Uh, Morgan is not in the studios today due to a lacrosse retreat, overnight retreat, so it's just going to be me and Ava. Um, Hopefully, she'll be back next week. Um, We're going to go ahead and get started. Hopefully, we had a great show last week. Um, talking about mail mail manual, and then an interview with um, Isaac Spikesowls of ma- of mail, and then just some runoff of some state um, results. And we're going to go ahead and get kind of started back into some state results uh, later on in the show. Um, but you know, just to let you all know, a lot a lot of has happened um, over the past couple of weeks, and will continue to happen. Um, Winter sports, their seasons are pretty much wrapping up. Um, a lot of the KHSAA um, state tournaments championships um, are going on right now or have already concluded. Wrestling has concluded. Bowling is finished. Um, basketball is getting ready to start. Swimming, boys swimming, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, boys, that's fin- that's finished. The girls um, will compete later today, I believe. Um Girls basketball, as I said, girls basketball and boys basketball, that'll be um, the, in the upcoming weeks, too. So high school sports is, is getting pretty busy. And then, obviously, the spring sports, a lot of scrimmages are happening right now. Um, I know for a fact that lacrosse is. Um, tennis is starting up, too. Uh, baseball is definitely getting warmed up, too. Softball is having scrimmages. So a lot's happening. A lot will continue to happen. So be sure to stay updated and tuned into um, what's happening in your local high school um, sports community because it's just something you should maybe want to know, maybe want to look forward to, um, to tune in, listen to, watch. It's it's high school sports. But, I mean, it's it's fascinating. It's fun to watch. It's fun to support your local teams. Um, so with that said, we're going to go ahead and get started. So some breaking news. This past Tuesday, uh, the – what's it called? Hold on. I already – I thought I had this article put up. So the KHSAA um, sets new football realignment plan for the 2025 to 2026 school year season which 24 are to switch classes, which is interesting to say because I believe I read that they voted to not have any more schools go up higher in their classes. Um, And a a couple are, actually. Um, So of the 24 schools moving up, 15 will drop in class and 9 will move up. And again, the board previously voted not to allow teams to move up in class. Um... So three of these teams, including from Louisville, will move up. And this all happened on Tuesday by the Kentucky High School Athletic Association's Board of Control. Um, The board voted Tuesday that the initial draft would not include a district with fewer than four teams, which forced one change in Class 6A. Originally, Central Hardin, Davies County, Meade County, North Hardin, and South Warren were placed in District 2. Manual, PRP, and St. X were placed in District 3. The board moved to move North Harden from District 2 to District 3. So that's why you're going to see. Because I was looking at the realignment or just like going down a rabbit hole this morning. I'm like, wait, why is North Harden on the list? It's because you need to have at least four teams within your class. So that's a little change. And then those three Louisville teams, um, one is J-Town. They will jump from Class 4A to 5A. Um, and then DeSales and Western will drop from Class 4A to 3A. So now as a result... 
Class 3A, District 3 will include Bardstown, Central, Christian Academy, DeSales, Thomas Nelson, and Western. And some of the other schools just moving up in the class, Hopkinsville, just to let you know, Hopkinsville will move from 4A to 6A. That's a big jump. South Warren, 5A to 6A. Franklin Simpson, 3A to 4A. Elizabethtown, 3A to 4A. Marion County, 3A to 4A. Murray, 2A to 3A. Edmondson County, 2A to 3A. And Carroll County, 2A to 3A. And then other schools dropping. There's quite a lot of few schools dropping I'm in class, um, which is interesting because I feel like the, the KHSAA was very strongly about, you know, because they did the realignment a couple years ago, if my memory serves correct. And I, I feel like this is going against kind of some of the things they say. I mean, I, I maybe they had a change of heart. I mean, obviously, but still, I, I find it interesting. But the schools that dropping in class are Barron County. They're moving from 6A to 5A. Warren Central, they're moving 6A to 5A, too. Highlands are 5A to 4A. Harlan County is 5A to 4A. Bardstown is 4A to 3A. Thomas Nelson is 4A to 3A. Henry County, 4A to 3A. Letcher County Central, Central, uh, sorry, Letcher County Central, 4A to 3A. Trigg County, 3A to 2A. Hancock County, 3A to 2A. McLean County, 3A to 2A. West Carter, 3A to 2A. And Belfry, 3A to 2A. So it, this realignment doesn't really affect m- any teams in the Louisville area except for the District 3, which Manuel's in, yeah. um, with the addition of North Harden. But besides that, you really should see most of the same districts um, that were already previously there. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Do you have anything but, to say? Yeah, I'm interested to see how it's going to like impact the competition because you just see a lot of – like Hopkinsville and South Warren are the ones moving up to 6A. So I'll be interested to see how they – how they're able to like compete that first year yeah and it'll be interesting to see because like when it comes down to like you know like the district champion too yeah. like now that they're like for manual like there's another team within their district you know and st x is in our district too so i mean with the addition of north harden you know this maybe allows for one team or the other to you know go ahead tremendously or you know tie or whatever yeah which yeah it'll be interesting to see the new brand of competition and i don't know if we've have we ever played north harden i feel like we haven't but i don't know but it'll it'll just be interesting to see that next year um again obviously they had the reasons for doing that but i feel like this decision comes i don't know i mean we have until august till the football season does start but, I mean, obviously they're getting a head start on it, a jump on it. So, we'll see what happens. It shouldn't really affect anything. I mean, it, in this case, for the Louisville area teams, but obviously it will for the other teams. So, it'll be interesting to see the district champions and then the region champions from there. Okay, moving on. The Kentucky Mr. and Miss Basketball finalists were announced. 19 boys and 19 girls were named finalists as the result of being named Player of the Year or Co-Player of the Year um, for their respective regions. Um, So that's regions 1 through 16. The winners will be announced during a ceremony scheduled for March 17th in Lexington. And just a reminder that only seniors are eligible for this award. Mm -hmm. So I'll go ahead and read off the girls, and then Ava can read off the boys for you. Okay. So for the girls and... This is um, starting with Region 1 and then ending at um, Region 16. Claire Johnson from McCracken County. Shia Forty from Hopkinsville. Haley Johnson from Owensboro Catholic. Abby Varney from Barron County. Dea Bradley from Hart County. Mariah Knight and Ramiah White, both from Butler, who are co-players, co-player of the years for their region. Destiny Jones and Reagan Bender from Sacred Heart, who are also, again, co-player of the years for their region. Ella Morrison from South Oldham, Quinn Eubank from Ryle, and Julia Hunt from Covington Cross, again co-players, Hayden Barrier from Montgomery County, Ayana Sarai Darrington from Frederick Douglass, Anna Drakeford from Mercer County, Ella Karst from Harlan County, Carly Smith from Owsley County, and Trinity Rowe from Pikeville, and then followed by Shaylin Steele from Russell. I personally don't know much about any of these players, but I'm... And then I'm I'm sure anybody else could assume that all these ladies are worthy of this award 
and have truly outshined um, this year, especially in, in as any decision when picking uh, a person to, you know, hold this award and win this award for this year. Um, it'll be hard. Um, but ultimately, one winner will be announced, and I'll be curious to see who will be crowned the champ or crowned this honor for both boys and the girls. Yeah. All right. So for boys, um, Connor Miller from McCracken County, Travis Perry from Lyon County. Yeah. Elijah Decker from Ohio County, Mason Ritter from Bowling Green, Cade Unsell from Warren Central. Brett Decker from Central Harden, Aiden Evans from Elizabethtown, Dayton Williams from Butler. Katie, you do you want to say that one? Quilron House from Seneca. Yep. Max Green from Oldham County. Caden Miller from Covington Catholic. Matt or Nathan Vinson from the Highlands. Kylan Henson from Augusta. Tyler Doyle from Lexington Catholic. Ben. Godby from Somerset, Trent Noah from Harlan County, Peyton Dixon from Letcher County Central, Aiden Barnett from Magafin County, and then Adam Hargett from Fleming County. So, obviously, as Katie said, to be like nominated for this award is such a big thing. So you have, so you know that all of these players are just like the best of the best. Yeah, and. I'm sure one name probably stood out to a lot of you the most. Travis Perry from Lyon County has been the front runner for um, Kentucky Mr. Basketball probably most of the the school year, um, and especially in the preseason. Um, he is committed to K- Kentucky now, um, I believe. Uh, and just to put it into perspective, last year he was the um, Gatorade Player of the Year. Uh, for boys basketball and then his some highlighted stats from last season he had 32.2 points per game 6.2 um, average rebounds per game 5.8 average assists per game and 4.7 average steals per game which that's some pretty impressive numbers for his junior season I haven't exactly looked at what he's been able to accomplish his senior season but I'm sure it's equally and even better as better than this um actually matt hargrove who's the head coach of livingston central high said travis's basketball iq is off the charts he not only scores the basketball at an extremely high rate but he is every bit as good of a passer as he is a scorer that allows him to make his teammates and team that much better and i mean you really can't beat that he has led and this is last year he has led the lines to a 30 and five record in a berth in the state tournament at the time of his selection of Gatorade Player of the Year. Um, he entered the state tournament with 4,317 points in his prep basketball career, 21 points shy of breaking the state's career scoring record of 4,337 points, a mark that has stood since 1956. Yeah, so I just saw this. He has he reached 5,000 points yeah. in late January, and he's averaging 30 points per game this year. So pretty much equal numbers. And um, 30 points per game, I mean, if you think about it, like a team could probably score between like 60 and say maybe 85 points. Maybe. So if you like kind of average that to maybe 75, truthfully, that's almost half. Yeah, you're scoring That's almost close to half, half the team's points. That's crazy. And I know that he, and based upon this quote, he's not a ball hog. He knows how to pass. He visualizes the court well. You know, he sees the plays that could be made. He understands, you know, what he needs to do to help his team win. And, I'm, and his teammates probably more than likely are appreciative of that, and they get open and stuff. So, I mean, really just a great player. Um, it, it's no surprise to me that he's front runner, that his name um, is on the list. Um, again, he's committed to Kentucky. Um, really great star, outshining basketball player um, for Lyon County. So, and I don't know. It'll just be interesting. Obviously, you know, with these stats, I, it's kind of hard to beat that. I Again, I haven't looked at anybody else on this list because, you know, 
you know, that's all I've been hearing this year, you know, for this this award. Um, but again, like you said, and then I said earlier, all these names, all these young men on this list are equally as worthy of getting this award as they were named their region player of the year, co-player of the year. So again, it'll be our decision, but ultimately, you know, a yeah. person has to be crowned with this honor. So stay tuned, March 17th. Wow, that's like... That seems so far from now, but then it'll just, like, peek up on us. Um, But stay tuned from that. That'll be interesting. And with that said, um, for basketball, the regular season um, is now over. Districts are soon to to come, uh, followed by the state tournament in Lexington. Uh, Usually it's always held at Rapp Arena. Tickets are now on sale, by the way. Um, March 13th through 16th is your girls' basketball Sweet 16 tournament. And then March 20th through 23rd um, are your boys' um, basketball Sweet 16 tournament. And how you kind of advance to state is in your region, I think there's like four or five, maybe at most probably, and then like maybe two or three um, at least. But you either have to get district runner-up or district champion in order to advance um, to state and to play in Lexington. Yeah. But honestly, you can't really count on anything at districts too, because there can be a lot of upsets. And I mean, with this past year of basketball that we have have had, I, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if some of these top teams, you know, just choke even a little bit or make the slightest mistake for another team to you know pick up on it. Because I mean, this yeah. this is a big deal. It's it's exciting to go play at Rupp Arena in front of you know thousands of fans and just regular people you know people that just want to watch you play and you know it's just an amazing opportunity yeah to be playing um at Rupp Arena in general I mean unless you're a Louisville fan and you don't like Kentucky <laughs> um but I mean it's just a cool experience for anybody to go and play um and I know all these teams are vying for a spot as they should yeah. be so districts um should be interesting this year um, do we want to go ahead and get into that since we're on that here? I think we should. Yeah, and we've seen so many close games in basketball this year that I'm really interested to see how that plays out, especially in districts and, like, how one team can just, like, it can be a one-point game, like a buzzer beater at the end. I mean, the trinity X first meeting yeah, was definitely that. But, I mean, like... Like the Sales, Trinity, Sanex, Manual, I'm trying to think, like North Oldham, like all these teams are just, they're there. And then, like, sometime another team can come up and sneak up on them. Mm-hmm. You never want that to happen. But then again, sometimes and always, there's a better team than them, and then they get the opportunity to sneak yeah. up on that team. So it's just, it'll be interesting and exciting mm-hmm. to see, you know, what happens with that. Um, but I think we're going to go ahead and, before we go into break, just a little bit um, into some um, regional district playings for boys. So the basketball district tournaments are to be held February 25th to March 1st. Again, district champions and runner-ups will be advanced to the regional tournaments. Oh, sorry, I misspoke. So district champions and runner-ups will advance to regional tournaments, and from there, um, based upon that, you then you go to state if I'm not interpreting that wrong okay so for six region boys the 21st district is being held at valley so valley is the fifth seed and they will play the fourth seed prp and then the that the winner of that game will play the the number one seed fairdale and then beth haven the third seed will play holy cross and then from there, you know, it'll it, it's basically like a little bracket in itself. You know, it'll it'll basically go like that. And you can look all this up. Um, the Career Journal has an article on this. KHSAA should. Um, so if we kind of draw it a little bit, you can look at that. But I'm just going to go ahead and do the Louisville-based um, teams. The 22nd turn district will be held at Iroquois. The Iroquois is the fifth seed, and they will play the fourth seed, Doss. Butler is the third seed, and they will play the, the two-seed Western. And then the winner of the Iroquois Doss game will play the, the number one seed DeSales. Not surprising. Uh, the 23rd district is at Southern. Southern is the fifth seed, and they will play Bullet Central at four. Southern Bullet Central, or winner, the winner of that game, will play Evangel Christian, which is the number one seed. And North Bullet versus 
North Bullet, the third seed, will play more, which is the two seed. The 25th district, um, 24th district at Mercy. Whitefield Academy, number four, will play Fern Creek, the number one seed. Bullet East, the third seed, will play J-Town, the number two seed. And I believe that is it for now. We'll get into a little bit more of that. Um, but for now, I think we're going to go ahead and go into a break, and then we come back, we're going to get into a little bit of more of the district seating tournament play. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. It's time to replace your heating and air system. We know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. Welcome back to the High School Hour. Now, here's Morgan, Ava, and Katie. Hi, welcome back in. I'm Ava. I'm Katie. And Morgan's not with us today, but we're just going to get right back into it. Yeah, so before we went off to break, we were kind of breaking down basically the district um, seating bracket. Um, what I just read, I just read the first, um, there's six region boys for that, and Sixth region um, has four districts within that. So I'll go ahead and get into seventh region, um, which I would say is a little bit more competitive than that. So for 25th district, um, which is hosted at Manual, the fifth seed, Portland Christian, will face the, four, the fourth seed, Francis Parker. Then the Portland Christian Francis Parker winner will face the number one seed, Manual. And then Shawnee, who is the third seed, will face the, two, the Central, who is the two seed. For the 26th district, the fourth seed, Braun, will play St. X, who's the number one seed. And then Collegiate, and Collegiate, the number three seed, will play Male, the number two seed. Which I feel like that district final will be interesting. I'm going to predict that it'll be St. X and Male, not even because they're the number one and two seeds, but just because the talent is just so immense and you know that they're going to show up. And I'm not saying that, you know, like Brown or Collegiate won't show up either. It's just I feel like with some of the setbacks that they have had last this, you know, the you know the past maybe month or so with St. X's lost that big loss to Trinity and then Males incredibly big loss to Manuel. I feel like they really want to come you know, into the districts and play well, play their hearts out, you know, to advance to regionals. So that should that should be an interesting district to watch. And then for your twenty seventh district, the number four seed Wagner will place the number will face the number um, one seed Trinity. The number three seed Seneca will face the number two seed Atherton. And then for the twenty eighth district, your number three seed Ballard will face Christian Academy, which is the number two seed. And KCD, the number four seed, will face the number one seed, Eastern. And then that is for Region 7. And I, I feel like I just want to point out, I think, and I, it's, it's really always been this way, but it, it's it's interesting that the, the four seed the, has to play the number one seed. Like, I feel like that's unfair at times. But that's kind of always how it's been, right? Yeah, I feel like that's always how brackets have been. And I'm always like... I don't know, like, just, that's... Because, like, you you want somebody, you know, that maybe is more so on their level, and, you know, then they advance to yeah, advance on to play a better team. Then like you that, would you know? have that, like, unequal balance later in the tournament, if you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, even though this is districts, like, some of this is already unequal, and I that's guess that's on purpose. That's how it always will be. But still, it, it's just unfortunate to see that more oftentimes than not, you know, these, you know, 
these higher seed or not higher in you know um number um i you know like a 10 seed compared to one seed you know or, you know yeah you know maybe their season usually ends this way and it's it's just really unfortunate to me because you know i feel like nobody's season should end like this and i'm sure you know they'll play in i mean this is districts i mean this is go big or go home so i'm sure all these teams will come out here and again play their hearts out and you know do their best but so so is everybody else so I don't know. It just it kind of bothers me a little bit, but I can't do anything about it. I can't change anything about it. I can't talk about it. Um, but all in all, best of luck, you know, to these number four seeds, number five seed teams. Okay, so for eighth region boys, the 29th district, Oldham County, your third seed, will face South Oldham two seed. Was that Siri? Who was that? Oh, that was mine. Sorry, <laughs> she is loud. Lord. Okay. Um, your Oldham County, South Oldham winner um, will then face North Oldham, who's the number one seed. So only three teams in that district. Hmm. I feel like those games will be exciting, though, because they're all rivals. So yeah. imagine Ooh. going to like an Oldham County school that week. Yeah. Well, I think it'll be held at Oldham County because they're the number one seed. So mm. that gym would be packed. That'll be interesting to see. And they're the, they're the third seed, too. So, I mean... That, that, yeah, you're making up a good point. That that should be an interesting place to be around that time. That'll be a good rivalry week. Like, not just one rivalry game, maybe two. Maybe even three. Who maybe knows? Maybe three. No, not three. That wouldn't be oh, possible, no. right? Yeah. No. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, so for 30th district, your number five seed, Collins, will face your number four seed, Anderson County. And then the winner of that game will face the number one seed, Woodford County. And then Shelby County, your third seed, will face Spencer County, your two seed. And that pretty much wraps it up for boys. All these finals pretty well take place. It looks like most of them March 3rd or um, Thursday, February 29th. So this week, um, essentially. So Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into some girls now. And this may sound boring, but truthfully, you need to know. (laughs) Like, I need to know, too, so I can keep up with this. And sometimes when things get boring, it's almost like you're so bored that you just have to listen. And you Mm -hmm. get it stuck in your head. Maybe. That's probably not true, but it's okay. Okay. So for 20, this is six region girls, 21st district. Beth Haven, the number five seed, will face Faradol, the number four seed. That winner will then face the number one seed PRP, and PRP has had a pretty like pretty good year. They have like really come out done, and and I'll get in. Well, never mind. I'll just get to that. And then Valley, the three seed, will face Holy Cross, the two seed. For your twenty second district at Iroquois, um, the number three seed Western will face Doss, the number two seed, and Iroquois, the number four seed, will face Butler, the number one seed. And Butler has had. The I think it was WLKY that did a new segment of this the other day, but Butler has had a really great season. I think one of their last like state appearances appearances was twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen maybe, mm-hmm. and this year their coach what is her name? Can you look up her name? Um, yeah, um, she used to be a U of L player. She went on or she played at Manual. Candace Brown, Candace Park, it's Candace something. I should know this. She played at Manual for high school, and then she went on to UofL, and I think, think she may have played in the professional leagues. What's it say? Um, nothing is coming up with UofL. Okay. Um, but she came back to Butler, and she talked about giving these players some discipline and really working with them on and off the court. And Butler has had, the Butler girls basketball team has had a really breakout year. And, you know, they're coming back to win. And now I've got to find her name. I'm pretty sure Candice. Hold on. Katie, you can keep talking. I got it. Okay. Um, But either way, kudos and shout out to Butler. Um, They've worked really hard this year um, as the number one seed. you know, they do have a little bit of competition within that field, but hopefully they advance to regionals, which I feel like they should. 
Um, so kudos to them. Did you find it? <laughs> Sorry. Candace Wheeler. Candace Wheeler. Okay. That's her name. Coach Candace Wheeler. Just amazing basketball career, high school, college. I want to, again, I want to say she played professionally, but I'm not sure. She was an assistant coach for the University of Buffalo. Oh, okay. And she was a WNBA draft pick. Okay, cool. So I was right. Okay. So just an amazing coach um, helping out. You know, Butler Butler Traditional High School is still a really great school. Um, So it's it's cool to see that she's come back to her roots in Louisville and, you know, helped out this team. And Butler is really making a name for themselves on the basketball court this year. So hopefully um, they can continue to do that in districts and then hopefully in regionals too. Okay. Um, where was I? Okay, for 23rd District, your number four seed, Moore, will face your number one seed, North Bullet. Southern, your number three seed, will face Bullet Central, number two seed. For 25th District at Mercy, J-Town, the number five seed, will face Fern Creek, the number four seed. Bullet East, the number three seed, will face um, Whitefield Academy, the number two seed. And then the J-Town Fern Creek winner will face the number one seed, Mercy. Um, 25th District at Manual. This is start of Region 7. Presentation or Francis Parker um, will face Portland Christian. And then, so they haven't exactly figured out um, this whole bracket yet. I think they're still kind of figuring out the seedings and pairings for this. Mm-hmm. So it would so either be Francis presentation of Francis Parker playing Portland Christian and then presentation of Francis Parker facing Shawnee. Yeah. And then whoever plays Portland Christian between Presentation and Francis Parker will then play Manual. And then wh- whoever plays the Sha- Shawnee, Presentation and Francis Parker plays Shawnee, will then fa- go on to face Central. Okay, 26th District. No, the third seed Collegiate will face the two seed Male. And the four seed Brown will face Assumption. Yeah. For 27th District, the four seed Atherton will face the number one seed Sacred Heart. And then the number three seed Wagner will face Seneca, the number two seed. I feel like Sacred Heart has like a guarantee. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're just so good. They're, they're too so good. good. It, yeah. It's just really hard to beat that talent. And they've had a little bit of struggle with some out-of-state teams, out-of-state competitions this year. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because the competition in Kentucky – and there's still good girls basketball competition within the state, but it's just gotten like to not be as great of a challenge for Sacred Heart as maybe they had hoped, yeah. um, or other teams w- would have hoped it t- would be for them too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I definitely believe that they are the front runner. Um, I think they will definitely get far. It'll be interesting to see, and I'm sure there will be a challenger um, based upon like teams within the media polls. Yeah, um, I'm sure there'll be somebody, but I mean, I mean, you gotta go with Shaw right now. They're just too good, too hard to beat right now. Mm-hmm. And coming off of a state championship last year too. Yeah, going into this, they're probably pretty confident. I mean, yeah, yeah, they really have all the skills. That they have so many good players. They have a great head coach, um, great yeah. fundamentals, great skills. You know, they're leaders on and off the court, on the bench. I mean, they're just an incredible team. And, yeah. and it'll be it'll be interesting to see if there's another, again, another team that is able to come out and challenge them um, mm-hmm. for that championship crown. Yeah. Okay, so for 28th District, I'll try to wrap this up quickly so we can go into some more state results, KHA state tournament results. 28th District, your number three seed, Eastern, will play Ballard, the number two seed. And then... The Eastern Ballard winner will play Christian Academy. So, again, only three teams within that district. For 8th Region, 29th District, Oldham County will face – Oldham County, the three seed, will face North Oldham, the two seed. And then the winner of that game will face South Oldham, who's the number one seed. So, again, with the boys and the girls, all the Oldhams coming together, that should be a great little rivalry Um couple of days for them too so interest keep up with that that'll be interesting to see too and then for 30th district shelby county your fifth seed will play the fourth seed collins and then the winner of that game will then play the number one seed anderson county and woodford county the third seed will play spencer county the number two seed and again all these final all these um district finals will be 
um, taking place on Friday or Thursday. Um, or Wednesday. It looks like some of these are Wednesday, too. Um, so, but to reiterate, districts will be taking place from now on until about next Friday, Saturday. So, um, so yeah, we should what? have results by our next show. Yes. We should definitely have um, results of this by next show. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, that was a little bit of rambling, um, but it's just important to note that um, to see who's playing who. To get an idea of, you know, what results could be like that um, for basketball. So, again, a lot of great competition. This is districts. It could either go big, go home. If you don't win, your season is pretty much over. Um, If you win, you go on to regionals, and then from there, go on to state. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, should be pretty good. Okay, so moving on. So, last week um, was – or last Friday, I should say. Last Friday or Saturday? Somewhere in there. Last week. Yeah, sure. We'll yeah. just go with that. Um, boys wrestling and girls wrestling. Um, KHSAA State Tournament Champions Championships. Those were held um, at Kentucky Horse Park, which I think Warren and I talked about where it was. I'm pretty sure that's we talked think, thought it was in Midway, um, which is basically in between Louisville and Lexington. Mm-hmm. Um, so we... I talked about um, boys' results. I did not get a chance to do girls because, in fact, they were actually um, – the tournament was going on while we were having the show. I now finally have those results. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ava, if you want to go ahead and yeah. tell everybody those, and then I'll go okay. ahead and get to some team results too. Okay. So, for the weight class of 100, the state champion was Walton Verona's Emma Moore – for the weight class 107 it was Union County's Tanya Bacon for the weight class 114 it was Boyle County's Lila Smith Lila Smith for um, 120 it was Oldham County's Tatum Millet for 126 it was Woodford County's Lacey Gilbert for um, where is it for 120 Three, it was Woodford County's Lauren Walton for one twenty no one thirty eight. Sorry, it was Walton Verona's Sophie Anderson for one forty five. It was Simon Kitten's Gabriella Ocasio Ocasio for one fifty two. It was Henderson County's Naomi Santiago. Son, there you go. Um, <laughs> for one hundred and thirty six, it was Fort Campbell's Brooke. 165. Where are you getting that number? (laughs) I don't know. It's okay. Okay. And then, (laughs) so 185 is Riles Victoria Emilianova. I don't know how you're so good at pronouncing things. Okay. For 235, (laughs) it's Central's Faith Allen. And for 285, it's Fern Creek's Gabby Wilson. And then the 2024 inaugural girls wrestling state champion team is Taylor County, followed by Harrison County, who was runner-up, and then Union County and Fort Campbell um, placed third. And then just to give a shout-out to some other, you know, in terms of wrestling, Lauren Walton of Woodford County also received the Orville Williams Outstanding Wrestler for the tournament. And, you know, these results numbers may not seem anything to you, but I think this was a really big year. For girls wrestling, I think this year was one of the biggest, you know, field of competitors. Maybe this isn't true, but I or I don't even know anymore. I'm so delirious kind of right now. <laughs> it's it's 10:40. I'm a little tired, but I'm still happy to be here in the show talking. Um, but girls wrestling for high school has really had a breakout year. I think, and I'm just thinking and. For manual, especially like last year, like and rest the the sport of wrestling itself too has had a really breakout year, which I'm happy about. I think last year, I mean, you didn't really any see you know practices or like people like you know showing off their wrestling or their sport as you know as you always should be. You should always be showing off your sport. You should always be showing off your participation in any sport mm-hmm. to support your school to show that you know. 
you're a part of the team, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying blah, blah, blah is like annoyance or whatever. I'm saying like the list just goes on and on about, you know, how much you can do for that sport you're playing and how much you can bring back to your school and to your community and, you know, in this sport and the state and the country in itself, you know. Yeah. And just like I feel like numbers last year were just so low for wrestling. And then like this year, like you would see like when I would leave from school sometimes, the stage in the auditorium would just be wrestling mouths would be and you would see like 20 to 25 guys and then like five to 10 girls you know stretching and talking and laughing and music was blaring and they were having a good time and I just I feel like this year especially again has been you know wrestling's breakout year and it's super exciting to see you know that the sport has like you know come to life within, you know, the KHSAA. And it's really exciting for these young wrestlers to have this opportunity and stuff. So yeah. kudos to all the people, um, all the girls especially, because, you know, when you think <laughs> wrestling, you usually yeah. think, you know, more yeah. ma- a male-dominated sport. There, mm-hmm. But there is, you know, women's wrestling co- collegiately and professionally too, at, at least yeah. I think collegiately. Yeah. So wouldn't see why not. But again, shout out to all y'all. You deserve mm-hmm. All of this. Like, I know even Manuel's wrestling team grew from, like... Oh, yeah. I think it was, like, 10 people last year to now almost 40. Exactly. I mean, it's... And you see, like, so many more people, like, wearing, like, you know, swag and stuff. It's just amazing to see how much Mm -hmm. this sport has grown, too. Okay. Yeah, so we are going to head into our final break. And when we come back, we are going to look at some of the swimming state championships. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You know I talk to words. I want to come put your lips on mine and share me up. We can blame it all human nature. Stay cool, it's just a kiss so what you got to Welcome back to the High School Hour. Now, here's Morgan, Ava, and Katie. And as that song says, we definitely talk way too much sometimes on this show. But then again, that is why we are here. Welcome back into the High School Hour. I'm I'm Katie. I'm Ava. Morgan is unfortunately out today. Um, She should be out next week. But we're going to go ahead and get back in. We've talked um, a lot. (laughs) Let's just say we did some basketball. Um, we did some wrestling, and we done some news. Um, we're going to go ahead and get back into swimming. So yesterday, um, boys swimming and diving um, concluded, took place. Um, we're at the end. Um, we do not have the results yet for girls swimming. I do have the results for girls diving. Girls swimming should take place later today um, down in Lexington. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get in, into um, the diving real quick, and then I'll, we'll get into swimming. So for diving, boys co-ed diving, your 2024 state champion is Riles Landon Eisler. And then your 2024 state champion for girls diving is Cooper's um, Peyton Moore. So that's diving. Or, diving is hard. It's yeah. It's not one of the, like, when you think of, like, a sport, like a high school sport, you, diving isn't one that comes to your mind. But no. Just, like, trying to casually dive into the pool is so hard, so I can only imagine. And we didn't really do any, seg- like, a special segment about swimming and diving, um, which that's totally our fault. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Diving is just, it's interesting to watch. It, it's even more interesting to do. It's mm-hmm. so hard. It's, like, it's almost like you have to suck in every part of your body, and it's like you have to be, like, so pointed and so rigid and upright to make that perfect little dive into the water with little to no splash. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. Some of the dives. And then pulling off the tricks and the somersaults and then the hurdles and all the spins and stuff midair. 
I mean, I couldn't do that. Like one time I went to a pool, I jumped backwards off the diving board and busted my chin on the diving board. Okay. Was, I know. I mean, look, I can't if I can't even do diving. <laughs> no, I could dive probably frontward, but I maybe would belly flop or something. So, literally uh, yeah, it's bad. Great, I'm a great swimmer, but not a good diver. So, yeah. really, kudos to these divers. You're amazing. You're incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, be sh- go to sure to check out um, all these results on the KHSAA website. Okay, moving on to swimming with the short amount of time we have. Let's just put it this way. St. X dominated. Dominated. And dominated is in all caps. I'm not even kidding. They won... They won state, and that it's crazy. This is their 60th swimming and dive state championship, or at least swimming. Yeah, at least swimming. 60th state championship overall, and that this is their now 30th state championship, one in a row. That's crazy. 30 in a row? 36. 36 in a row. Yeah. Oh. It's crazy. They... Correct me if I'm wrong, listeners out there, they had a total of 562 points that they garnered. Because when in a swimming event, the higher you place, or like, the more you win, the more points you get for your team. Mm-hmm. It basically kind of goes like, it's kind of like track, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. You bring you bring in more points for your team. Mm-hmm. I think this, the scoring is a little different. I think with track, if you place one, you get one point. If you place, like, second, you get two points. If you place third, you get, like, three points, and it goes down like that. I think swimming, I think when you get first points, first place, you get higher points. I'm pretty sure it goes like that. I think. I think. Yeah. But I haven't done my swimming research in a while. I apologize Mm -hmm. for that. But either way, 562 points is a lot of points to put on the board. So you obviously can tell based upon that. That St. X totally crushed it, especially Johnny Crush. Get it? St. X crushed it, especially Johnny Crush. Do you get it? <laughs> um, this the Johnny Crush is a St. X senior, just an amazing swimmer, so much talent. And really cool story behind them. In the Courier Journal, Jason Franks wrote an article. And all the information that we've given you today is um, via the Courier Journal, Jason Franks Twitter, KHSAA, by the way. Just to give our little credits, because we're journalists, we don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. not give credit to our sources here. But he had like, like D one offers, D two offers, so many um, offers from these big time swimming schools, and then he, Johnny Crush from Saint X, chose to go to Army. It's fascinating. Oh wow! Um, and I'm gonna pull up the article, um, but basically. He said um, he was kind of hesitant because he was assuming, or this is what he said, I was kind of hesitant because I was assuming, or this is what his mom said about this, um, I was kind of hesitant because I was assuming he was going to throw his swimming career away, even if it was in pursuit of something far better. But she said, we're very proud of him and no way were we ever wanting him to sacrifice that desire from swimming. But I think he went on to say that, I think, crush went on to say I think serving your country is the best thing someone can do even from a young age I felt that like that was my calling people are always saying the military lifestyle is going to stink you get to do nothing fun that's what interests me about it it's the same thing over and over again I love routine routine is where I thrive and um he knew Johnny Crush knew he wanted to join an ROTC program in college but he became increasingly aware that combining that with the rigors of swimming um, would be too much. So I'm assuming after his U.S. Olympic trials, wow, yeah, he's, which I would not be surprised if he makes a name run for himself. I really wouldn't be. I mean, he's broken, I think in this meet, he broke a couple of records. He set some new personal records for himself, too. So wow. he should be going far place in swimming. Yeah. But um, basic training awaits him um, for... The army, and then he yeah. should be swimming at the army too. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's what he wants to do. So, really cool guy. You should go check out his story. It's on the Career Journal if you want to check out his name. Johnny Crush Sr. Um, he helped say next um, 
he and then he pretty much helped say next. No, it wasn't you know him only, but he definitely mm-hmm. had a big role. Yeah. Um, in getting that that thirty six in a row win for say next. Yeah. Um, but anyway, just um, so there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Looks like eleven um, events held. So the boys co-ed two hundred meter individual medley relay, which is basically freestyle, breaststroke, backstroke, and butterfly mm-hmm. um, all in one. Yeah. So your state champion for that, which is Saint X again, mm-hmm. broke the previous state record. Um, boys co-ed two hundred again, individual medley, but this is you know single. Um, so it's it's just by yourself. It's not a team because relay is basically means team. Um, your twenty twenty four state champion for that um, event was Saint X. Saint X is Thomas Mercer. Boys co-ed fifty freestyle. Your state champion for that is Paul Lawrence Dunbar Seneca Auto. Boys co-ed 200 freestyle. Your 2024 state champion is St. X's Alex Thiesing. Your boys co-ed 100 um, butterfly. Your state champion is St. Xavier's Thomas Mercer. Boys co-ed 100 freestyle. 2024 state champion is St. X's Johnny Crush. Boys co-ed 50 freestyle. And when I say 50, 100, and basically at 50 meters, 100 meters like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, 2024 state champion for that, for 50 free, is Saint, again, St. X's Alex Thiesing. Boys co-ed 200 free relay state champion is um, St. X, again, relay. Boys co-ed 100 back, your state champion for that is Johnny Crush. Boys co-ed 100 breast, your 2024 state champion is Paul Lawrence Dunbar Seneca Odo. Boys co-ed 400 meter freelay and again is Saint X. Trinity and within the meet Saint again Saint X won followed by Trinity in second place with 179 points total. It's third like a place 400 point gap. No, four, third place Ryle with 177 points and then fourth place was Boyle County with 148 points. That's more like like 300 or so. I'm about yeah. 300. I mean, yeah. that's still a pretty big gap, though. Yeah. Um, that's swimming. Um, I think we're. T- <laughs> I think we're done. Um, that was a lot to get in, a lot to cram. Um, thanks, thanks for joining in the high yeah. school hour. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace out.